Yo, yo, yo. What up, folks? This is Power Ups and Power Bombs. I am Drizzy, and I am joined, as usual, by the first lady and queen of Power Ups and Power Bombs, Black Barbie 116. How are we doing today, ma'am? I'm doing great. I'm going through a. I think I'm going through AEW withdrawals. I don't know, but overall, I'm doing great. I'm not trying to get out of out on this. What our weather is about to be bad, y'all. I'm not trying to go outside. I don't believe them. I really do not believe them. They say it's going to be like this big ice. It going to be an ice storm like maybe four or five years ago. Or no, ten years ago. They yeah, we have- they said we're looking at something like that. Yeah, we have, they said we had one in 2016, and then we had one in 2009, and 2009 was the bad one. Yeah, I remember the one in 2009, because that was the one knocking out power, and I was actually on my way to work one day, and a whole branch with ice fell on me as I was walking. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> you said, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't think it's going to be that bad. We're still going to be in, like, the 30s and 40s, so... Like, it's going to snow, but it's probably going to be gone by the next day. Plus, there's still salt all over the place. I think we're good. I hope so. We should be. So, we had a very full weekend. It was Rumble weekend. And the Rumble was... If you could describe the rumble in one word, what would you describe it as? Meh. <laughs> That's all I got. I was going to say it's more mid. Very mid. Yeah, meh, mid, all the same. Meh. We, it, take it or leave it. Like, it just... This may be like an all-time bad rumble show. Except for the women's rumble. The women's rumble, not so much. The women's rumble would be good if if it didn't end how it ended. Oh yes, the ending. No, 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 no. We she don't even go here. Exactly. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Ronda Rousey. Ronda won the women's rumble, returning from her hiatus, going to be a mama. I'm hoping this is not like a, a permanent thing. Right now, because she's <sighs> when Rhonda was here the first time, she dominated. Nobody, there was no evolution in the women's evolution, and mm-hmm. and right now nothing really has changed too much. But it's a little bit more closer in that gap. But when you have Becky as your champ, and opposed to Rhonda, so. Like you said, Ronda won the Women's Royal Rumble. Who do you think that Ronda is going after? I think she's going after Charlotte because I'm, and I know I should stay off the dirt sheets, but Charlotte's been pushing for this for a very long time. Now, me personally, what would make sense, which is WWE, and they never make sense, she should go after Becky because Becky took the belts to become Becky Two Belts. That would make that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot more sense. But I guess, you know, they don't like doing things that make sense. No, WWE never makes sense. And AEW's getting that way too. It's one of those things where I'm at this point now, them, them sports entertainments, they don't make sense. 
That's Big Fed and Little Fed. Shout out to Smiley. Big Fed, oh. Little Fed. They don't make sense. Their bookings don't make sense anymore. They don't. I'll never understand it. So, with... It looks it's it's you're probably right. She's probably going after Charlotte. It should should go after Becky. So, but with that being said, well, let's go back to the rumble man before we jump ahead into that. Okay. Was there any surprises that you were absolutely happy about with the women's rumble? Uh honestly, I saw um well, okay, so in the Women's Rumble, I like the fact that uh, Mickey James came out to Hardcore Country, had the title. Mm-hmm. She, she she did what she said. And she I laughed. literally, I literally, you know, it it messed with my mind to hear Hardcore Country on a WWE show. And the pop she got from the crowd. Like, it just, like, what? <laughs> like, I was expecting her to come out to her Mickey James WWE uh music but hardcore country comes on like hold on wait what like how'd you pull that one off and she had the belt she had everything like very TNA Mickey James correct I mean I think Mickey James last she lasted for I mean she lasted for a little bit like I didn't think she would uh, I would have liked to see more of Summer Ray and Natalia go at it yeah, it felt like that one was just like kind of glanced over, like, oh my god, yeah, they're coming out there. And she ran down the ramp yelling, fuck you, Natalia. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> but then, like, she gets in there and gets thrown out. And I'm like, dude, y'all's beef on Twitter was better than your whole Royal Rumble entrant. Um, it was good to see uh, Arian or Cameron. It was good to see her again. I loved, I loved how they used her. I they- hate her. On a face, like yes, I hated that she was eliminated so early, but I do love the fact that they were able to put her into the Naomi storyline. Yes, hopefully but, they use her. But I really, I really was thinking that that was the end of that storyline. I was hoping it was. I but. thought it was too. I thought that you know Naomi beating her on Friday, Naomi throwing Sonya out, that it would be the end. But it seems like we're gonna carry this rivalry into WrestleMania. As long as it is not a let's shit on Naomi thing, I'm good with it. Because she has to come out on the end of it. It only makes sense. We are talking about WWE. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Don't don't try to play logic with WWE. It's not going to work. But then Ivory coming out as right to censor Ivory. That gave me PTSD. I heard the buzzer. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. I loved it. She called them girls, and then they. I was like, okay, Ivory, I hear you. But she, and I want to talk about the talent it takes to be picked up to walk into the ring, get in the ring, still talking on the mic, be mm-hmm. picked up while talking on the mic, slammed while talking on the mic, thrown out of the ring while talking on the mic, and not drop the mic. Right. That is a talent. Like I don't see how Ivory hasn't earned at least another. Pay per view match off that. Um, was that uh, you gotta say we love the Molina spots? Oh, 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 yes. I don't think Molina was supposed to be thrown out as quick as she was. I think she slipped off. Yeah, I don't think she did too. Uh, 
but you know they made the best of what they could. I love Sasha's gear. I love the Sasha's split. gear. I love the splits. And I will say this: I appreciate Sasha Banks because she is out there still wrestling hurt. Yeah, but she did not take any big bumps in that match. She didn't take any big bumps on Friday night. And I think what it was is that you know they couldn't find anybody to fill that spot. But big ups to Sasha Banks for being. I hate to say it, being a company person. I mean, like, you know what? I'm going out there. I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my thing. And WWE, good job for protecting her. And oh, for her to be seriously they hurt. Had no choice. They had no choice. Um, I do remember seeing that they said there were 40 women there to play in just in case any of them caught COVID. And I think some of the surprises caught COVID. Mm-hmm. So then that is the reason why we ended up seeing Sasha... And a few of the other ones that we did see. I mean, it seemed like it just seemed like this one, although the women's rumble was significantly better than the men's, it just seemed like this rumble was a little bit more okay, we got to get the business because we can't do what we really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also had, well, we'll build up to it. So we also had our mixed tag match. The Grit Couple versus the It Couple. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. Your thoughts? I did not hate this match. I actually like this match. Maurice, man. She had she had the she had the puppies out. And she I mean, Maurice, I forgot how good she was because you know the Divas era was, especially at that time, it was kind of watered down. It was very fitness model esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got how good she was, and I and I mean, her and Beth Phoenix worked a great match. Like, I mean, that whole match, Miz Edge, like, you know, I would give it a, I would give it a, almost a four star. I would give it four stars. It was a good match. It and it did what it needed to do. Yeah, like I said that's basically how they needed it to do. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Um, they put it put engineering with somebody safe. Mm-hmm. It told a great story. Like when you do these couples things, Ms. and Maurice knock it out the park every time. Oh yes. The John Cena right. and Nikki Bella one. That was to me at top tier <laughs> greatest to me. Because the the whole skit they did where they dressed up as John Cena and, and Nikki, I was like, oh, that is next level. But they always like remember they did uh Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Yes. Like I said that was a good one. Like they always like when they do these couples things, it really works out really well. If they do Montez and Bianca, I might just be a fan for life. Like I said, I don't know if they will, but there's not too many more uh, couples that they can really go up against like that. Well, I think they won't because Bianca's a little bit more athletic. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying Beth Phoenix isn't, but Beth Phoenix has been out the game for a minute too. But I think it's more so Beth and Maurice have a little bit more. This was a very Divas Royal Rumble when it comes to the women. Because mm-hmm. all of the wins, ones that came out came back were all Divas. They were yeah. all a part of the Diva era. Like, remember back then? And honestly, you had all those Divas. And at, the, at one point in time, Beth was the top Diva on SmackDown. And Maurice was the top Diva on Raw. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it correlates, and then Miss the bulk of Miss' success has been on Raw. 
Edge basically blew up on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So it, it fits. Like a lot of it ties in really good well. Although I will say this, if they do do like another Miz and Maurice kind of couple thing, we need to revisit back. Remember when the Miz was mentoring Naomi? Mm-hmm. That needs to be played back. Like we never really got a a really good finish out of that. I mean, Miz is good to call back for stuff like that. He might he we'll say he might have these things planned with himself. Who knows? I know. We'll have to keep our eyes on that one. But I definitely do want to see another Edge Marie. I mean, not Edge Marie. Ms. Maurice mixed tag match. Um. So then we also had our Raw Women's Title match: the Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Becky Lynch did retain, but this match. All right, so it was a good match. I just. I hate the manhandle slam. Especially when I, she doesn't use the man gimmick anymore. I hate the manhandle slam. I was a the bigger fan of the disarm her. They tried uh so I was in a spaces and they said that no, you can uh you it's got you gotta accept it because uh she like I called it a half ass rock bottom. Oh yeah, it is. It's a terrible rock bottom. But they uh a couple of the girls in there was like, no, just because she can't put the same stink on it that The Rock used to do. Like, that wasn't The Rock's finishing move for the longest. <laughs> like, he does the people's elbow afterwards, but I just don't like it because she had a better finisher in this, this armor to me. And I feel like that was something that could probably be used on on other people, on bigger women, too. Mm-hmm. Dewdrop definitely did her job. She did make she made Becky look great, even though I don't think she needed to make Becky look great. Becky's capable of doing that on her own. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing this match again. That's what I said. But the 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 one thing, and I, me and Mister Chris talked about this. Dewdrop needs to change her person. It, it it needs to be a persona change. She needs to go back to being Piper Niven. Go give us the you know the ICW. Piper Niven. And well, I, I know we're never going to get that. Like, as long as WWE's on this whole, the, the days of owning your own stuff and being on WWE TV is over. I know, but do drop. I mean, give her another name change. I mean, she ain't got to be Piper Niven. Give her, give her a name change. You know what I'm saying? Give her a different music. Give her, you know what I'm saying? Because that was a good match. It wasn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think a little luster was taken away from it because of how it was placed on the card. Yeah, but, that was, that was yeah. something else, too. It was oddly placed. Yes. Like, it wouldn't have surprised. Like, it probably would have been, like, better suited, like, at the be- as the, be- the first match or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we also had, speaking of the first match... The WWE Universal title, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. It ended in a complete disqualification. Can we talk about the mad games that Seth played and how great it was to hear and see the visual of the shield? I don't that great match. Very. Um Seth 
Seth had it in the bag. He had it in the bag. Um, and also, the, they have to pick this back up. They have to. They have to. It was, it was uh, great to see how much of a dimension it added to Roman, because mm-hmm. you. Uh, so you saw the face to face on SmackDown. Yes. Roman was visibly upset the moment Seth said talked about putting a chair in his back and destroying the shield. And it's like you can really feel in Roman's heart, like you just don't know how much that upset him. Like it took him back years. Like it's like it's un un uh I can't even get the word out. Like unopened feelings that he had buried deep down inside, and he was upset. We almost got the big dog Roman on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I hate it. He's like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he said like uh, Jay when he sat there was doing that stuff to Jay. Yeah. And even during the match, Seth was still doing shield stuff. He did his glancing knee that he used to do. Um, we all called back to the, the Money in the Bank match. Like, it was so much of storytelling in that match, and I love it. Um, Public Enemies podcast actually called it out as long-term story uh, storytelling and it brought a whole bunch of hate from uh JD from New York his fans. Oh I, god, that's terrible. So this JD from New York guy visibly I have my own personal feelings about him because of some things he said on his shows. Um I do know that he has said the N-word just openly and then tried to mask it as oh I was reading comments. It's never okay for you to say the N-word. We say the N-word, not you. And I don't even say it because I don't sound right saying it, so. Yeah, you got country, that country twang, but. <laughs> I know. I can't but, code man. I can't code switch. The The voice stays on 24-7. You can't turn that that twang off. Nothing. And, and I can't, I, I can't, I can't sound urban. I can't, but it's one of those things. No, I don't say it. You don't say it. That's how we do it. Yeah. We can, but I don't yeah. say it. Yeah, we can say it all we want, but no, JD from New York, you do not say it. Um, but he really came at Public Enemy saying that they were wrong for that, that they don't know anything about it and know anything about long term storytelling. But then the very maybe a couple of hours later, we see WWE posting about it. Saying that's long term storytelling, right? So who really doesn't know anything about long term long term storytelling? And the crazy thing is, is Roman still hasn't beat Seth Rollins at all. So we're gonna get a run back. We may not get this at WrestleMania this year. We may get this at a WrestleMania maybe two two years from now because we know WrestleMania next year in LA. That's The Rock. The Rock is coming home. Mm-hmm. But we may get this back again. And we may even get it at SummerSlam where Seth Rollins is like, you know what? You've never 
got the big one. Because Sasha Banks is kind of going through that eat too. She's never beaten certain people. Eventually, we're going to have to, go, we're going to go through that road. Mm-hmm. WWE is good at the long-term storytelling. Sometimes they're not the best at it. But, I mean, they're good at it, but they're not the best at recalling it back right away when it's still fresh in people's minds. It's one of those things that they're good. I mean, they said when they mess up a lot. Yeah. But when they get something right, they hit it on the nail. Yes. When they're on, they're on. Like the Kofi uh, Dale Bryan thing, lightning in a bottle. This was Seth and Roman, lightning in a bottle. It's Kofi and Rome and Kofi and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was a ten-year callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did it with uh with Miz and uh Daniel Bryan. Right. But it's just so far and few in between when they do it. So, but Roman did get himself disqualified, and even that was a callback. He hit Seth the exact same way and the same amount of times that Seth hit him and Mox when he broke the shield. He did it the exact same way, did the exact same everything. I think they counted it down to the chair shots. Mm. It was exactly the same. So you, you gotta love it. Got to. Now, to probably the highlight of our show for us, the WWE title match. Bobby Lashley. Bobby. 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 Defeated the Beast. Brock Lesnar. Your thoughts? I'm just going to say this because I was right when everyone else was like, no, nah, Brock Lesnar's going to win. I was like, nope. Because even though it didn't shake out the way I wanted it to where, you know, Bobby basically dominated Brock because I needed Brutalizer Bobby back. We need him back. It didn't shake out how I wanted it to, but that match. Roman Reigns, when they say that man's on God mode, he is, yes, his controller works at all times and ours is just broken. Mm-hmm. It's like, you remember when you were, you, you, uh, when you had, were a little sibling and your big, your big brother or sister sitting there playing Super Nintendo and they give you a controller and unplug it and they can make it look like you're playing? Yes. That's what's, that's what's going on right now with Roman. <laughs> Roman got us sitting there with our controllers unplugged, making us think we're playing the game, but he's really the one that control everything. I'll go another step further. Paul Heyman is playing chess. We all playing checkers. That. Paul Heyman. But for those who aren't all the way caught up, during the Bobby Brock match, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns screwed Brock Lesnar. Big time. Roman came out. He he speared. He punched and hit him with the WWE title. And then Bobby ended the match in only way the only way Bobby could. So Bobby is now our new WWE world champion. I can live with that. I love it. Black history 
and I and I almost want to say Bobby held this belt last year about the exact same time. I think so. It may be like a month earlier, but he, it was about the same time last year that he had the belt. So let's go, Bobby. And that will lead us to now the main event, the 30 man, men's Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble match. It was not a. All right, so the men's. How do you feel about the men's Rumble? I... Okay, so I'm going to say this. I was not, I, I didn't like it. I knew Brock Lesnar was going because I even I said this. I was like, if Bobby loses, and I, I even want to step further saying if Seth or Roman loses, they were going to join the Rumble. So that didn't happen. But I knew it depended on Bobby or Brock. One of them was going to be in the Rumble, and I knew they were going to be number 30. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm going to compare this to when we was in school. You know how when the teacher says, hey, if everybody does decent, I'm a great on the curve. This mm-hmm. is the that won't get you the curve. Mm-hmm. This is the match that sunk the the pay per view. I'm sorry, it wasn't that great. The pay per view was already teetering on a C. This just took it down. I gave it a C plus, and I was being generous, but this. And, and then also, all the stuff that they've been plotting for and planning for, and the little stories to see that they have been talking about throughout the entire build up of the Rumble. They didn't even go with any of them. The only one they did was the Johnny Knoxville one. And no, that was it. Hold on. I'm not going to disrespect this man. Bad Bunny had me believing that he could win the Rumble. Bad Bunny, again, he should be first name ballot on the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Bad Bunny. I don't know who trained him. Well, I remember when Aleister Black was still with him. He said that, you know, it was him, um, Damian Priest, and a couple other dudes. They worked with Bad Money, and he was very serious about he would get up and go to training. He was there. Like, even though he was still doing kind of like, I mean, it was COVID, so he really wasn't doing concerts or or anything. But they said that Bad Bunny was coming to the Performance Center and, like, giving it his all and staying there and really taking it in, taking notes and learning. Like, I mean, even I think Scotty Tuhati said the same thing. Drew Gulak also. They said that this man was really taking it serious, but he's a huge wrestling fan. Being a huge wrestling fan and having great trainers like all the people that you just named makes him look amazing in that ring. He's definitely having a mania match this year. And thanks to Triple H is the reason why we have Bad Bunny. Yeah, see, NXT, <laughs> bring Triple H back. Even though Triple H probably ain't coming back, he probably, he, get get well soon, Trips. I know, he's still having some issues. They sat there and made, made him have heart attacks and stuff. The destroyer that Bunny hit. I was like, whoa, who trained him? I'm, you're right, who trained him? Like, Bad Bunny, to me, puts every other celebrity wrestler or celebrity that came through to shame. Ron, he puts Ronda Rousey to shame. Mm-hmm. And so he can wrestle any time in my books. <laughs> Whenever he's not on tour, Bad Money could even join 
WWE and I would be happy as long as we keep Bow Wow out of it. But I mean, it the, the, there were some bright spots in the match, but Kofi getting the botching move kind of sucked. Okay, so he's done that for years and been lucky to get it each time. Y'all have to, people have to be a little bit more sympathetic with some of these things because you're not going to get it right all the time. Right. You mess, we we all mess up at times. It's not like he was sitting there doing something that he had, and this is also something he's done before uh, one year. And I mean, it happens. There's no need to dwell on it. There's no need to attack him about it. Like, y'all just got to, you know, like, chill on it. I think what made me upset is that we didn't get a Kofi and Naomi spot like we always do. And I think that's one of the reasons, that's what kind of keeps you invested is what are they going to do this year? You know what I'm saying? And I know Kofi is probably beating himself up because it was a botch move because his feet definitely touched the floor. Because I remember we were all sitting around. They was like, oh, he only had one. I was like, no, both his feet touched the floor. I think if the cameras weren't watching in the right spot where they were, he might have got away with it. Mm-hmm. But the cameras saw it. It was like, you know what? Just go with, send him to the back. But you know what? There's always next time. Kofi's probably one of the more dynamic Rumble pe- members of all time. So it's okay. Like him and Naomi, you know, every year they're going to kill it some some way or shape. And I think this year they didn't. And I think that's kind of where people are like, oh, well, it was kind of a little lackluster. Because, I mean, think about what Naomi did last year. Her, her and Bianca, they was beating each other up. And then they helped each other out. It was like, oh, sisterhood. You know, and it was like, you know, Naomi always with the chairs, the crazy spots. Kofi was doing it before she was. I mean, Kofi, I, yeah, Kofi's more so the spots. Naomi hasn't been able to do it too much lately just because she's been having storylines. Mm-hmm. So I can see why she hasn't have, had been able to do it, but hey, I'll take it. The, I think the men's rumble for me was just, it was uneventful. And there I mean, there weren't they, any. Prizes. It was just what yeah. McMahon, Bad Bunny. We knew about Johnny Knoxville. They had been about Bad Bunny too. I didn't know about. That. I missed about that one. Oh, they had a picture of him and Undertaker backstage, and I was like, "Yeah, Bad Bunny's probably in it." Okay. Like so, but yeah, the men's rumble. It just was. It just wasn't. Yes, yeah, this, yeah, we're done with that. So, Brock Lesnar did win, and most likely he's going after Roman. Oh, yeah, he's going after Roman. So, that leads us now to Bobby. Who's going to be facing Bobby at Mania? Or if Bobby's even going to make it to Mania? No, no, oh, no, I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen. I hate this. I think I don't really want to see it. Because at Elimination Chamber, uh, Brock Lesnar's in the match. Yep. It is Bobby Brock, Austin Theory. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. uh, Matt Riddle. That's it. Matt Riddle. (laughs) That's six, yeah. So that... Seth Rollins, too? Yeah, Seth's in there. So that is the 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 men for that for that uh, chamber match. I still think Bobby's gonna win. 
I think so too. Well, I do, but I think if WWE and please don't do it, WWE, because I'm just saying it. Don't do it. Don't. I, I'm. I don't even want to speak it into existence. But what if Brock Lesnar wins and we have a champion versus champion, and then Brock Lesnar walks away with both titles? Dave. So behind the scenes, they keep saying that title versus title is not on gonna ha- is not supposed to happen. So I don't know if that was if that's true or not still, or if they've changed their mind now. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to happen. Yeah, I don't want to see it either. But I want to see Brock Lesnar with two belts, and then we only see him defend them four times in a year. That's if we even get that. No, and you I mean, get, oh, more time. Yeah. But, but all right, that is enough from Big Fed and Little Fed. Well, we haven't talked about Little Fed, but one more thing before we end it, I will say this: this Rumble was all about the moms. There was a lot of mothers that wrestled. Yeah, this was for the moms. Mm-hmm. All them kids probably sitting in a daycare in the back just playing and watching their mamas uh, wrestle. There's a lot of moms, actually. Let's see, yeah, Ms. Maurice. They uh, got Maurice, Beth, Becky. Becky, Bree. And Bree. Rhonda. Uh, Mickey. Uh, does Melina have kids? I don't know if Melina has kids. Does Kelly Kelly have kids? No, nah, she, she ain't got kids. Kelly, Kelly Kelly was very ethnic, by the way. That was not Kelly Kelly. That's a clone. Kelly, a, I didn't know who that was. Until like, who is a brown haired woman? That's like, a clone. And is Kelly Kelly old enough? That, how old is Kelly Kelly now? She's got to be in her thirties, I believe. Is it like early thirties? Probably, but she looked different. Very different. Like I didn't recognize. I really didn't recognize her. She got to leave that plastic surgery alone because her face is pulled too tight, and she looked very ethnic. Like I remember watching her on Wags, and she didn't look like that. Mm-mm-mm. She didn't lost her husband and got a whole new face. Lord, but, all there right. was a lot of moms. There was a lot. Of, I can't. Well, there was a lot. Yeah, it was a mom. One. It was a mom rumble. <laughs> all right, enough from big fit. We are now going to get into this Friday. It is a Paradigm Pro show. Southern Cadillac. Oh, shoot. My thing went, my car went away. Southern Cadillac. Southern, my bad. Southern Indiana Cadillac Combat 2. We have eight matches. We will be there. God willing, the weather not. Mess us up. All three of we should be there at full capacity, I believe. Bernard's gonna be coming too. Um I'll just run down the car and we'll go from there. We will have Nakeem versus Freddie Hudson. Who you got? Uh I mean I'm gonna go with Freddie Hudson because I mean we watched him a couple weeks ago and he didn't, you know, kinda got a loss there, but I think he'll Get back on the win. I'm thinking they're gonna give it to Nakeem. That is Myron Reed's guy. Oh, okay. His young boy, so to say. You know, like he's learning the way of he keeps- uh, Huh? 
He keeps getting beat up though. Oh man. He so at the cosmic uh the cosmic Christmas show, he was standing next to me and Bernard. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm turn he turned his back to the man like yo, Myron got this in the bag. He turned around. All he heard is a one, two, three, but Myron Reed's the one that got rolled up. And he's just like, Yeah, see, my guy got it. The uh, uh I forgot who it was, had already left and went to the back, and Myron's just in the ring, like, what the hell just happened? And he's still out there, like, yeah, Myron got this, he won this. Yeah, he's just out here celebrating and everything. And then he turns around and sees, like, oh shit. <laughs> For that alone, I'm very I'm not I'm a Nakeem fan. So, I'm I'm definitely rooting for him. I love from Freddie Hudson from Freddie Hudson though too. The next match we have because I love her so much, Jocelyn Navarro versus Cassandra Gold. Who do you got? Uh, I love both of these women because I've just recently become a fan of Cassandra Golden. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh... The Bella Division, the Don, uh, the Bella Donna Divisions champion. I'm glad to go with Cassandra on this one. Mm-mm. I'm never gonna, I'm never going against Jocelyn. I love her. I love you, Jocelyn. <laughs> I'm never going against Jocelyn Navarro. <laughs> you gotta holler, you gotta holler it on Friday to her. I will. And then Isaiah Brown is gonna come back and kick my ass. <laughs> right. So, What'd you? Do? It's nothing <laughs> like nothing. I'm just here. Um, the next match, Myron Reed versus D Rogue. For those who have never seen D Rogue, an incredible talent. I've been watching him since Alley Cat's Hot Girl shit last year. Uh, and in the Gray Sweatpants Battle Royale. Don't judge me. Uh. <laughs> He, but he is an incredible talent. I've yet to see him have a bad match. And against Myron Reed, this is gonna be a barn burner. Yeah. I think Myron I think Myron Reed's gonna win, but I think it's gonna be some cheating from his his boys. Yeah, the Odyssey's gonna be out there. Um our next match, Calvin Tankman versus Chase Holiday. Oh, this is gonna be a good one. Oh god, I like them both. I'm gonna go with Calvin. Uh, I think he's got this one. Chase Holiday doesn't get a lot of love. He doesn't, and he's really good. Like he's, he's really good. And we also have another announcement about them when we get done with this. Um, that the next match, Jack Andrews versus Don't Die Miles. Oh, I can't bet against Don't Die Miles. Like yeah, this is the man's the man. Like every time I see him, he does some a crazy shit. Just just like oh shit, don't die. <laughs> right, lives up to the name every time. All right, our guy, Sir Merrick Donovan, versus the big bad kaiju O'Shea Edwards, representing Shane Taylor Promotions. Who you got? Give me Mr. O'Shea. I love Merrick though, because he, you know, got his autograph. That, but. that's my guy. He does numbers on Twit on TikTok. I, oh man, I, I hope he makes do this one laugh. 
what is it? I hope he makes it through this one. Now these next two matches are about to be Matt, these are match of the year candidates. So the first one is the Hood Foot versus Billy Dixon. Mm. This is a deathmatch dream match. And for it to be happening here, we I'm not sure I'm not sure if it's a, a death match. I'm pretty sure it's not right now. But that could very well change in a heartbeat. Yeah. I just don't want to get hit with anything. Uh, I, well, we can't make that guarantee. But <laughs> I mean, I I oh I oh gosh. I I'm more so excited to see Billy Dixon live. He's somebody who I've really wanted to see live for a while, and this is going to be a great time to see it. Oh, I think I don't know who I'm going to go with. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Hoodfoot. We'll pick, we're going to pick Hoodfoot. Shout out to Smiley. That is her man. <laughs> um, And the main event. John Davis versus Suge D. Who we as got? As not burning me anymore, I'm gonna go with Suge D. Ah oh, man, Suge, no more burning. It's uh, it's all jokes. We love Suge, right? The person. This is a match I could not pick a winner because John Davis hits hard, and Suge is in for a fight. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to have to fight. Also, so this match is happening on Friday night in Jeffersonville. In Indianapolis, Naptown Pro. Hold on. Let me let me pull up the flyer for it just to make sure I get all of it correct because I don't want to put any fault near the wrong information out there. Oh, yeah, because they're doing two shows up there in Indianapolis. Yes, so J-Rose, Chase Holiday, uh, Hoodfoot, and somebody else are putting on the Naptown All-Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, two shows in one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at 2 a.m., I mean, two, not 2 a.m., at 2 p.m., you're getting Wake Up, and uh, at 8 p.m., you are getting blackout. It's literally two shows in one day. I have a couple of matches. So for blackout, you're getting Hoodfoot versus Isaiah Bronner. So that said, that was definitely happening. And at Wake Up, you're definitely getting for the new Wave Pro Heavyweight Championship, Don't Die Miles versus Billy Dixon. So you're gonna be getting a lot of good wrestling this weekend. It's a show I wish we could go to, but with and uh, all the proceeds also go to efforts to combat gun violence in Indy in Indianapolis. So it is a great and absolutely amazing thing that they're doing. There's gonna be a community outreach. There's gonna be a vendor fair. It is all. I mean, I love seeing stuff like this. I hate that we can't go. Well, you can also still buy a ticket, and if you buy a ticket, you can. If you buy a ticket and you're not going to go, they will put a. They will 
actually give it to a youth in the neighborhood and the youth will get to go. Yeah, do that, folks. Like, definitely do that. Just these are great things going on. We're also going to share this stuff on the on Twitter, on the pages and on Instagram. And just please, if you if you can't go buy a ticket and give it to somebody that will be there. I think you can still sponsor if you want to sponsor their vendor tables. If you're a vendor, you want to go. But it's a it's a tremendous opportunity to help out in a community that desperately needs it. Um, I can't think of anything else that's going on with that, but I it's highly encouraged. Do what you can to help out with this, and I believe I'm seeing something about the blackout show that has to. It's not. It hasn't said. They haven't. They haven't really said anything. So it's just more commercials about it and everything. But yes. Yeah, so Friday night, it is Southern Indiana Combat Two, and on Saturday, the two shows in one day. Wake up and blackout from Naptown All Pro. Uh, let's see. This is this. There's no other shows this weekend that are in this area, right? I don't. Um, I don't think so. Okay, so that knocks out our indie, our indie moments. Oh, there we go. Calvin Tankman versus Myron Reed. Like that's about to be a fight. Yeah. So that is that. Uh. Do we got any other things that we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about how people have been running with this whole Shane McMahon thing? Yes, because I want to know, did he really get released? I'm not... They're saying he was quietly released. But the thing is, before that, they were saying, oh, he's going to do a program with somebody. I was like, oh, he's going to be doing a program with Austin Theory. I've seen he's going to do a program with... uh, heard the Miz. With I heard Steph Rollins. And then all of a sudden we hear, oh, he was quietly released. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> because they were also talking about how he helped produce the Rumble and he put himself in at the spot he put in. And then he beat Matt Riddle in a like a a, a little MMA boxing punching when it wasn't supposed to happen. So, I mean, I don't know. Oh, Lord. Come on, come on, Shane. <laughs> you can't be doing that if you did it. And I said, there's no telling, and they're saying all this and watching show up on Monday night or something. I don't, we, we don't know. I don't know either. It's I don't know. With Shane, he's always marched to the beat of his own drum, so you don't know. And and I mean, to me, if he has been released, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Oh, we almost forgot to talk about with the Rumble. The Fantasy Rumble. Oh, yeah, that's right. How did everybody, I wonder, how did you do with your picks on that? Not good. Not good. Um, so, for those who did not get to keep up with it, we did do the Fantasy Rumble. And for the women, Trish Adora won. I feel like if it was real, she would have won it in real life, too. And then for the men, we had Stan Michaels. Yes, our good friend 
Sam Michaels from Top of Champions, who is a he is an actual pro wrestler. I know a lot of people didn't know that, but that was also the point of the Fantasy Rumble is to introduce you to people who are wrestling. He's been wrestling for a little about maybe one or two years now, mm-hmm. and he won. So he is he goes down in our record books as the first ever PUPB Fantasy Rumble winner, along with Trisha Dora. And it also gave me an idea. It, uh, it, I got a lot of praise from a lot of the other podcasts about it. They said it was a great idea, and it's something we're going to do every year now. It was a good idea. I mean, I, to me, like after you explained it to me, and it was like how you did it, it was genius. And big ups to you because that took a lot of work to for you to research and find these wrestlers. So, mm-hmm. shout out. So I'm and now I'm thinking about doing something for the summer called the Summer 16, and I'm also gonna try and I'm we're, I'm working on trying to collaborate with DDT Divas about a March Madness tournament mm-hmm. with kind of the same concept of just introducing people that we don't see a lot of. Sweet. So, so be on the lookout for that. It adds a bit of a fantasy aspect to everything. And it also opened, like, I'm hoping that it made you go look up people like Danny B or Maserati, who, ironically, after that, is on AEW Dark in a match with Kira Hogan afterwards. And uh, people like Stan Michaels, some, uh, um, Montana Black, D-Rogue, O'Shea Edwards, like people like that makes you go out and see, like, go see who these people are. Uh, so there was that. I feel like there was something else that we talked about and I cannot remember what it was. We had talked about it pre-production and I don't remember. I don't either. It's alright. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be editing this and then I'm going to instantly remember it then. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. All things happen. Oh, well. Black Barbie, where can we find you at? Alrighty. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackBarbie116. You can find me at on Facebook at Ariel Cottrell. You can also find me um, in the Share Geekdom group. We just had a new episode drop, I think, today. Yeah, we just had one drop today. Um, we're also doing a poll on Facebook and I think on the Twitter page. Um, and a, who would win in a Marvel versus DC head-to-head? Would it be Dark Side or would it be Black Bolt? So we want everybody to try to vote because you determine the winner of that fight. So, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter and um, on Twitter at the Sheer Geekdom Group and in the Facebook Sheer Geekdom Group. Oh God, I was missing that up. Everybody that says the Dark Side is it going to mop the floor with him? Yeah. Oh, Dark Side <laughs> is definitely mopping the floor with Black Bolt. Like Dark Side is literally going to use him as floor cleaner. Decimate. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, you can find me on IG at B I G D R Y Z Z Y 502. Also on the Powers of Power Bombs Instagram page at P U B B P U P B Pod. And on Twitter at PUPB Podcast. Shout out to Random Digits. 
be patient with us. <laughs> We've been sick. We've been working extra hours. We've had a lot of family life things happen. But we will be recording this week and dropping next week. So be on the lookout for that. Shout out to the Nation of African American Wrestling. Shout out to The Ville Wrestling with Corey Wallace and friends. Shout out to all New York, Texas, North Carolina. If you follow us, if you listen to us, if you support us in any way, form, or fashion, we thank you. Happy Black History Month. We need a longer month. Um, we're gonna be. Uh, I'm on the Twitter. I'm dropping the 28 days of Black Wrestling, so there will be Black Wrestlers every day in February. And anything else? Nope, that's all. I'm dropping Black His. I'm dropping Black superheroes every day on the. Sure Geekdom page as well. So if you guys want to see some black wrestlers, go to Twitter. Black superheroes stay on Facebook. Yes. So black wrestlers, Twitter, black uh heroes, instant said Facebook, sorry. And yeah. also tune in to Talk of Champions, Twitter and Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Hearts is doing black wrestlers that you need to know that are coming soon, that are training currently. So you're looking at the future of wrestling. Like These are people that you will be seeing. I'm pretty sure uh, Queen K, Kiki, has some things planned as well. She normally does about this time of the year. If you see any type of history, um, uh, if you have any type of things that you're going to be posting that's history or something, let us know. We will definitely support it. We will definitely retweet it. We will definitely put it out there for you. And we will also call people out when they try to steal it because we've seen that happen too. Yep. So, with all that being said, if all hearts and minds are clear for Black Barbie, I am Drizzy and we are out. <laughs>